Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, breaking down the biggest headlines in reality TV and pop culture. And per usual, we have lots to discuss today. Scandal updates, selling sunset updates, season finale of Summer House, and our favorite, Andrea Denver, is here to lighten the mood a little bit, you know? Because I just feel like everything has been so dark and twisted lately that I was like, who's the happiest person I know that I can get on the podcast this week to like make us just feel a little joy in life? And the answer obviously is Andrea Denver. But before we get into it, I do want to say thank you to everyone who listened to both podcast episodes last week. It was great for the pod. Um, and just thanks to everybody for the positive feedback about the Vanderpump Rules um, finale recap. It was a lot of work. I was like absolutely exhausted by the end of the week, but I think it was worth it. And I think that, um, you know, when the reunion wraps up in two weeks. I know we got the first one this past Wednesday. Um, I might do another one. I might do another bonus episode to kind of put a bow on this season of Vanderpump Rules. But in the meantime, um, if you subscribe to the Patreon, Papa Batch is normally the Bachelor tier, right? And it's $3 a month. So it's like literally nothing. (laughs) But because there's no Bachelor content to talk about, what I'm going to do is the Vanderpump Rules reunion recap on the Friday Patreon. So if you subscribe to that, the link is in the show notes below. All you got to do is click it and sign up. Um, You will get this reunion recap that happened last night on Friday. Next week, same thing. And then, you know, at the end of this season, we'll see where we're at. And if I can fit it into the schedule. Okay, let's jump right in. Pop three this week. Biggest headlines of the week. This is an MPT exclusive. Okay, you're not going to hear this anywhere else. It has not been reported on. But we have seen that Chriselle and Amanda from Selling Sunset have had a falling out. They are feuding. Amanda has blocked Chriselle on social media. And no one knows why. You're in the right place today. Because I have been told why this happened. So why did Amanda have a falling out with Chriselle? Here's the tea according to my source. Now, my source, I will tell you, is anonymous. It is one singular source. But if you watch Selling Sunset, you know who my source is. Like, 
you might not know right in this moment. But if I was to put this person's picture up on a screen, you would know exactly who this person is. So it's not, you know, so-and-so in Arkansas who got a tip from a friend. I know this person. You know this person. They're in the Selling Sunset mix. So allegedly, here's what went down between Chriselle and Amanza. Amanza was contracted to work on G Flip's studio and home in East L.A., allegedly. Amanza spent a lot of time and money away from her kids to start staging units. It was a tight deadline. You know, it was all the things, decorative elements, furniture, plants. She spent a lot of money in other staging elements. And... Amanza had no doubt in her mind that she would be paid back for the things that she fronted for the project. Chriselle allegedly was not happy with the project and fired Amanza on the spot. And according to this source, it's unclear if Amanza has ever been paid back for the things that she paid for up front. It has been rumored that Amanza has yet to see a dime from that and has since been fired from that project by Chriselle. And what's the most important thing to Amanza? Think about it. Like, what is her MO in life? It's providing for her children. And every time that she sells a house or does something, you know, she's a single mom. um, She doesn't have any help from her ex. She's always thinking about her children. So this big design job comes from one of her best friends that could have led to even bigger things for her career. And one of her best friends allegedly fired her from the project on the spot and didn't pay her back for any of the things that she, you know, paid for up front. Mess with her back and mess with her family, which if you know Manza, two strikes, you're out. So that's what I've heard. Like I said, it was just one source, but a reliable source with a blue check mark, okay, is all I will say. Let's move on to headline number two, Scandal updates. Tom Sandoval has been seen with a Texas blonde a couple of times. Carly Hale, influencer, I'm saying in quotations, because I think she has like 1,200 followers. I don't know if they just throw that term around lightly these days, um, but they've been they've been photographed, I, I want to say at least three times together. Tom's rep says they're not dating. Of course, Tom's rep is going to say they're not dating. They're probably not dating, just like he wasn't dating Raquel, you know, like no duh, they're not dating, but something is definitely happening between the two of them if they're seen multiple times together and like Tom's down and out at this point you need somebody to kick it with I guess Carly Hale wants to do that Ariana went on call her daddy this week it was a two-hour feature film watched that one on 1.5 speed that that's what I'm saying you guys who has the time two hours I promise you I will never make this podcast two hours because I value your time I value my time But I watched every second of it. So why am I complaining? I'm not complaining. I think it's great that Ariana gets to share her side of the story, you know, and there are two sides to every story. Oftentimes, the truth is somewhere in the middle. But there were a lot of differences in Ariana's version of things and Tom's version of things. You know, she says that they were 
going to couples therapy after the affair had already started. She said one session in particular, it felt like the relationship was ending during that therapy session. And the therapist asked Tom, is this ending? And he said, no, it's not. Um, Ariana had issues with him staying out until all hours of the night, being at Schwartz's all the time for no reason. You know, she felt like everything was before Ariana, which it's like, honestly, put yourself in Ariana's shoes. If your life partner or your husband or your fiance of nine years is like 40 years old and he's going out on a random Tuesday just for fun and doesn't come home until five o'clock in the morning. And that's like a regular occurrence every week. You're going to be freaking annoyed with this person. 100%. She also said that she was working through a sense of perfectionism from childhood and she really struggled with that. And she said, you know, I don't have to be home tap dancing on shrooms, hang gliding. I can just be enough, you know, referencing the fact that Tom said on the show, like Ariana doesn't want to go. You know, my version of quality time is is doing mushrooms and watching the sunrise. You're 40, dude. You're 40 years old. And that's how you want to spend quality time with your partner of 10 years. It just makes no sense. Um, And she also just said that, you know, she thought the bones were good in her relationship and that they were just going through a difficult time, which is normal, 100% normal for people to go through long-term relationships to go through bad years, you know, but you you hold on. And that's kind of what I was saying last week where, you know, Tom talks the big talk about how he wants to be married and wants to have kids. Although I feel like that has kind of taken a back seat in the past couple of years, at least coming from him. But who's the one that is way more mature? It's definitely Ariana. So she talks about Valentine's Day. And this is kind of where I wish Alex Cooper had asked some more follow-up questions. And I get it when you're in the moment. It's hard to think about that because you want to make sure you get everything that you've already written down. But um, Valentine's Day. So she said Tom took her to Schwartz and Sandy's, got her flowers. They took out a bottle of wine from their first trip together. Um, you know, they had a special moment at the bar. At Schwartz and Sandy's, Rachel and her friends showed up. They went home and they were kissing. And then later... Um, they got into this argument or Tom, you know, brought up that he was having a midlife crisis. And I think that he tried to break up with her. There was no follow up question here. And I needed to know what flipped the switch. How do you go from Tom getting flowers to going to dinner at Schwartz and Sandy's to, you know, opening up this nice bottle of wine to then mere hours later having a conversation about breaking up? Um, That wasn't addressed. And I thought that that was like a question mark that I had about the whole timeline. Um, So Ariana also talks about Tom's narrative that she was not mentally stable and that he was worried about what she would do if um, they broke up. Um, You know, we've seen Ariana say on the show things like, I want to leave my life. Uh, We have seen her be open about her mental health struggles. She said that to Tom... She said, if we break up, I want a drastic life change Um, by her saying that, meaning she doesn't want to do the show anymore, that, um, you know, she wants to delete social media, that she wants to move from L.A. He took that as, you know, obviously something more drastic. But she also said he knows that I was not going to do something that drastic. 
Um, let's just skim through the rest because it's a lot. Uh, Ariana said that Tom brought Rachel back to St. Louis more than once. She doesn't believe that anything happened with Billy Lee. What she misses about Tom is the inside jokes, being funny together, and you know the comfortability of having someone. Um, she did say that she believes that Tom and Raquel hooked up while Ariana was in the house. She said, Tom went to bed with me, snuck downstairs, and slept with Raquel. She also said that Raquel has barely apologized. Um, I think one of the more shocking revelations was that Watch What Happens Live with Schwartz and Sandoval when Schwartz was looking very nervous in New York. Um, Ariana said that she knows for a fact that Raquel was hiding in the hotel room in New York and that Tom Sandoval would use other people's credit cards to pay for things. Obviously, we're all thinking, you know, Tom Schwartz is the credit card that is being used. That's speculation. But uh, she also said that she does not think Raquel is pregnant. She doesn't think that Lisa knew. Um, she was responding to claims that this is that this whole thing is fake. And she's like, you know, why would we want this big bomb to go off when cameras were down? We had to borrow a camera crew from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because none of our production staff was working on the show at that time. So, yeah, I just I've always thought that this was real. I don't think Tom Tom Sandoval has way too big of an ego and he's worked really hard to get the bars and to have the name and to have the band to blow it up, you know, just for a good season 10. You know, um, I also wish that Alex would have asked, like, how filming is going to work if Tom and Raquel do go back, because, you know, they've been pretty adamant that they don't want to hang out with them. Um, but I just don't see how that's going to work with all of them on the show. And let me just say also. I watched a little bit of the Randall scandal. I didn't finish it all the way. And I had this thought, and this might be really bad to say, but I'm going to say it. I had this thought because Lala has been very outspoken about this whole scandal situation. And even Ariana was like, you know, Katie and Lala weren't in my close circle, at you know, for the past nine years or whatever, which is like, OK, then why is Lala like at the front of the brigade? for Ariana. I mean, we love women supporting other women, but I also found it a little bit weird. I think that Lala, I don't want to say is jealous of the scandal, but it stole her thunder with what's going on with Randall. Because I feel like she probably went into the season thinking that this Randall stuff, because it is big stuff, you know, he's like kind of being categorized I don't want to I'm not going to say that he's a crook right and he treats people really badly they have this whole documentary about it on Hulu and you know she's going into a custody battle and all of these things and here comes Scandival and that completely gets wiped up and she's like well this season was supposed to be about me and what's going on in my life with Randall I have all these lawsuits and all these things and this is a big deal and now nobody's paying attention to it because of Scannaval, and maybe that's why she's being more outspoken. She's outspoken anyways, so like she would, but that was just like a little light bulb moment that I had in my head. Okay. Today's podcast sponsor is One Skin. And if you have sensitive skin, listen up. We got to talk about their scientifically proven topical supplements. Free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red and itchy and irritated, all the stuff we hate, their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. One Skin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their 
efficacy and safety on all skin types. Not only that, they're the first and only skin longevity company to target cellular senescence, a key hallmark of aging. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Say no more. Get started today with 15% off using code POPTALKS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code POPTALKS. After your purchase, they're going to ask where you heard about them. Please support the show, support your girl, tell them I sent you because we give credit where credit is due here at MPT. The Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion trailer. This reunion trailer looks way better than the whole entire season. It looks like a defining moment in the franchise. It's an all-out war between Melissa and Teresa, and people are taking sides. Melissa delivered an iconic quote. I know you hate me, but just try to control yourself while she's putting lip, lip gloss on. That should be her next tagline if she comes back. Honestly, felt like I was watching a trailer to, like, The Godfather or Goodfellas. They're like, you are the devil. You are a criminal. Sleep with one eye open. You know, like, what is going on? Are we, are we in a mafia movie? Are we watching The Real Housewives of New Jersey? The private investigator is a big topic of conversation. Louis been snooping, which is so rich, isn't it? All the drama last season with Marge and the blogs and looking into Louis' past for Louis to then go hire a private investigator on everyone and have a folder, like rich really rich and of course Teresa and Melissa are at this standoff like Teresa's like I can't wait to never look at your face again after today Melissa's like where are you going and she's like no you're leaving everything else kind of feels insignificant you know Dolores says that Polly isn't divorced Danielle says she hasn't seen her brother in three years but she's gonna go see him the next day it, who cares Louie's in the hot seat Marge says her child was called and threatened at work. Frank Sr. is grilling Louie about hiring Bo Deedle to do a slander campaign against him and Joe Gorka. Teresa and Jacqueline Larita, as Andy so precisely called it the joke of the century. Teresa thinks Joe and Melissa turned her and Joe into the FBI. Big accusations. Louie is nuts. And that's where you have the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Deep dive time. I got to be honest with you. I forgot to put the submissions up this week. So uh, that's on me. But we're going to do a Summer House finale recap. Going to recap this episode. And then Andrea will be on to give us his thoughts about it all. The finale was dreadful. The whole season was dreadful. The, the reunion looks even more dreadful. I cannot believe that this is where we are. With this season of Summer House, we start with Carl and Lindsay coming back into the house. Kyle gets a hug. And this is a thing. Kyle's relationship with Carl and Lindsay, they go through things, but they get over it really fast. You know, like they're still good friends. And in the earlier seasons, you know, Lindsay referred to Kyle as her brother. So they can have these moments where they fight, but then they let it they let it slide. They move on. Something you cannot say for any of the other girls in the house. They don't move on from anything. You know, Paige says in the uh, reunion trailer, you guys don't have jobs. This is their job. You know, Summer House is their job, which is why Lindsay made Carl waltz back into that house, rip the T-shirt off the camera. They're back into that house on the final day because they have to secure the bag. You know, Lindsay says hi to everyone. Everyone seems cool with them. Even Paige is like, my long lost friends. Do you hate them or are they your long lost friends? Because I'm genuinely confused. They're gearing up for the jungle party. 
honestly, Sierra stole the show in her avatar outfit. Kyle gets second place for his inflatable tiger that deflated by the end of the episode, which I just feel like is an accurate metaphor for the episode of Summer House. But it's obviously very uncomfortable when Danielle comes in. The tension is already high. You know, they're just like looking around like who's going to make the first move. Um and also, I was just noticing when everyone was coming in, like, did nobody else dress up? Like, none of their guests, none of their guests were wearing jungle gear. But early on in the episode, we're getting the couple updates, like foreshadowing what is to come. Maya and Oliver are dealing with a DM scandal, a la Adam Levine. Sam and Corey, hot and heavy, but also, like, want us to know they have a little bit of substance to them. Like, it's not all about slapping each other's butts every time they walk past each other. And Craig is asking Amanda her opinion on what to do with Paige. So Maya and Oliver have a situation. And Maya asks Oliver, are you mic'd up? He says yes. And she says we can't talk about it. That is one way to make sure you never get back on Summer House, you know? When you... When there are people constantly coming for your job, like Sam and Gabby, and you have a cast member who says, we can't talk about this because you have a mic on, mark my words, Maya will not be back next season. I know it's weird. I know it's not normal. It's uncomfortable. But like you have to look at it from a TV perspective. The audience is going to be on your side in a cheating scandal if you just talk about it. This kind of situation separates the goods from the greats. You know what I mean? Like Lindsay Hubbard will have that conversation on camera until she's blue in the face. She'll get activated doing it, might throw some stuff, but she's going to do it. It's not for everybody and it's totally fine. But I think that is the nail in the coffin for Maya. We get Paige and Craig. I feel like this is the healthiest dialogue um, that we've seen between the two of them. You know, they're talking about moving as a unit. If I have to be in New York or you have to be in Charleston, we always need to be together. As someone who did long distance, I get it. It takes a lot of communication. It takes sacrifices, but it also takes planning. And I think the underlying issue is still where are we living? And that is a decision that has to be made. Could they live in both New York and Charleston at this stage in their life? I think so. When they have kids, I don't think so. You don't want to be pulling kids out of school left and right. But the decision itself has the potential to be a deal breaker. And it does have to be made at some point. And what we're a year later, and it still looks like it hasn't been made. So um, but also it takes time, you know, as someone who was in long distance for five and a half years. I will say that we really didn't have those hard conversations until like year two. So we'll see. Everyone is in the kitchen. The anticipation is building, 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 you know, and we have the conversation with Lindsay and Danielle and Lindsay says to Danielle, Carl didn't want to ruin the surprise, which is why he didn't tell you or anybody in the house. I think it is safe to assume that Carl knew Danielle would have some type of reaction. Let's say he tells her and she gets super upset like we have seen in the rest of the season. It would ruin the surprise because it would then become a storyline on the show and it would be a distraction. So I do think that Danielle goes into this conversation wanting to fix the relationship in the episode. And I don't think that Lindsay does and really not to psychoanalyze, but 
a lot of the relationships that we have seen with Lindsay in the past, you know, she is very cut and dry with Stravi, you know, the phone call on the beach, not a single tear. She's talked about her abandonment issues with her mother. I think that's how she's wired. They handle pain differently, Lindsay and Danielle, but I think they're both hurting. Lindsay handles pain by let me put you at arm's distance before you can hurt me more. And Danielle, as we can see, is super emotional about the situation and the two just aren't mixing. Um, And I think they're both too hurt to see it from the other side. You know, if Danielle would have said, I'm sorry for the things that I've said, I want to enjoy this with you. Please forgive me. Maybe Lindsay would have softened. You know, if Lindsay would have said, I can see that you're hurting like, this is what I need from you to move past this. What do you need from me? I didn't mean to cause you pain, but I also feel hurt. They just weren't able to have that dialogue because they were both still so upset with each other. And, you know, Danielle says, I would have done everything for you. And it wasn't too late, you know, like at the engagement party, it wasn't too late for Danielle to do everything for Lindsay, but she chose not to. And so I think, I think that's kind of um, an inconsistency with what she was saying. And then, of course, we get the scene where all the girls were eavesdropping and they're like, surprise, yay, like popping balloon poppers, you know, those little things that spray confetti everywhere. It's like, what the heck is wrong with you guys? Honestly, that was gross. That was really, really gross. Um, And I don't know. I just don't think there's any any fixing it (laughs) really with any of them um the final scene is like honestly the only time we've seen maya this season maya and oliver are having the conversation in the bathroom she's like put your hand over your mic can't concentrate i couldn't concentrate because the room was just so repulsive like there's stuff everywhere there's like twisted teas all over the place um i'm trying to figure out though in that moment if maya thinks that oliver is using her to be on the show because you know he says i came down here for you she was like, no, you didn't. You're cheating. He's like, I'm here for you. And she's like, you're not here for me. You are hooking up with 11 other girls like that you're acting up with. What is the deal? So I think she was kind of getting those vibes that maybe Oliver was using her to be on the show. Like I said, the reunion looks absolutely miserable. Um, my predictions for next season. I think that Chris, Sierra and Maya will not be asked back. I think Sam and Corey will pop in and out because there are too many couples. And the core four, you know, that have been there from day one, Carl and Lindsay and Kyle. Amanda was a friend of season one, but she's been on the show since the first season. You know, the two couples, I think, is enough couples. And I think this will be the last summer house. You know, like Kyle and Amanda want to have kids. Lindsay and Carl are getting married and want to have kids. Um, I do think this next season they're going to integrate more of the New York City lifestyle. We'll see to what extent, but I don't think after Lindsay and Carl get married that this group of friends are going to go back to the house every single weekend. Danielle, as we know, is going to Winter House, so we'll see if she has a bit of a redeeming season there that pulls the audience back in with her. You know, she is single now that she's broken up with Robert. Um So we'll see. I think a good season of Winter House will be good for Danielle to make her a little bit more digestible for viewers moving forward. I've heard that some of the other members of Winter House who are single may be going to the Summer House. 
that are not, you know, current cast members. So I don't really know to what extent that is, if they're also going to be kind of in that revolving door or if these single winter housers are going to be there full time. But time will tell. Today's sponsor is Factor Meals. Finally starting to get warmer. You want to spend your time outside and not in the kitchen. With Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Visit factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. You can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code poptalks50 at factormeals.com slash poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, to wrap up this week's episode, bringing on our little ray of sunshine to talk about this season of Summer House and just to catch up with him because he's the best, please welcome our dear friend, Andrea Denver. How are you? What's new? What is going on in the life of Andrea Denver? I'm good. Everything is good. I've been, <laughs> I've been busy. I've been traveling a lot this last year. Um, I don't even know my travel schedule was going to happen next, but right now I just got back to Italy after 12 days in London. And, you know, I'm happy to be in Italy. I'll probably here for a month and then let's see what is gonna happen uh from the end of june until the summer i have a few things coming up but i gotta i gotta see i don't know anything yet <laughs> i'm super jealous because i i don't know if you know but my fiance david is in london right now and it's like i'm jealous of you that you were in london for 12 days david is jealous that he's not here because he knows that you're going to be on my show this week and he's like oh tell Andrea that i said hi you should you should have told me that he was in london i would have met him <laughs> i know well hopefully uh he's he's coming to BravoCon this year do you know if you're going to BravoCon yet yeah yeah i'll be there so okay i'm gonna meet him that's awesome yes absolutely <laughs> I, i'm ready I mean, I want I want the summer to go slow, but at the same time, I'm also ready to to go back to BravoCon. I know, can't wait. That's in November, so long time yeah. away. Um, but you know, you have just been like you said all over the place. I want to get a relationship update with you and Lexi because we finally saw her on the show this season, which we'll get into. But how are you guys? We're great. Uh, we just came back from London, plural. My pa- parents came also for a few days but uh lexi and i were there for the whole time together now we're in italy next week her dad is flying from hawaii to um italy so we're gonna spend and he's gonna be here for four weeks so we're gonna spend a lot of time together we're gonna probably like traveling around also depending from my work appointments but other than that you know we will try to get the best out of it and uh travel around you guys are just short of a year right i mean kind of putting the timeline together when's your anniversary no no no. it's more than a year oh two years two years no 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 two years no because i mean we met i mean two years ago 
uh, yeah, we were still hanging out. Yes, yes, yes. She she broke up with me and now it's been since early December 2022. So it's going to be a year and a half. It always confuses me because it's like we're watching Summer House right now and I'm thinking it's May, which means it's going on. But no, this actually all happened last year. It's like, I can't keep it straight. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's been uh, here and off, and um, no, I've been really happy. She's uh, she's happy. She's uh, learning Italian, so everything's been uh, good. <laughs> that's when you know it's true love. She, she didn't watch Summer House. She didn't watch our episode. I did. <laughs> I think she was cute. She did. She watch when she was on with you guys this season. No, she 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 didn't. Why? I don't know. I like, uh, she was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll watch her. <laughs> okay. But so let's... I, I, I did watch it. I did watch it. Yeah. Let's talk about that. We see Lexi for the first time on camera before you agreed. Did you give her any advice going into it? Just be yourself. Just be fun. Uh, and she, she can be a lot of fun. Of course, getting to that house, like it can be like intimidating a little bit. Uh, but I think she handled it well. Uh, plus, she knew already basically everyone. So I think she felt really comfortable. Also, you didn't see, but she also connected a lot with uh, Gabby and Sam. Uh, so I think everybody was really welcoming. Of course, it was like a weird weekend, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, our experience was like, uh, it was good. Uh, it was great to be there for Carl and Lindsay engagement. So um i'm glad that it worked out that way yeah i think it was a really great payoff for the audience because you know we saw you be emotional about her in the season prior and we knew that because of certain situations you weren't coming back that season but i still feel like people wanted to see your happy ending and her coming to the house like agreeing to kind of be being thrown into the madness, I thought was a really cute moment. And she handled herself really well. No, no, no. She was totally fine. She enjoyed us. Like, she felt comfortable. She was happy, you know, to add that uh, empty experience in the house. So I think overall it was like a good weekend for her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, once again, it was also great to be there for such a big moment, such the engagement. Yeah. So um, it was great. Uh, you know, it was a lot, a lot of stuff get cut off. So, yeah, you know how it is. <laughs> so you went to the house a total of what? Twice last summer? Yeah, a total of like, yeah, three days in three days. So, yeah. Okay. And did um, you feel? Back and forth with Italy. I was like, because I was working on the brand. So I was like, war, like I flew so many times last year. Back <laughs> you didn't know where you were. Europe. <laughs> yeah, no, between Europe. So, no, I was supposed to also to go to the housewarming of Sierra and stuff. But, like, I was, like, literally flew back uh, from Italy the day after uh, Sierra's warming. So I couldn't make it. Oh, well, yeah. at least we still got some, some little snippets of you. I want to ask, yeah. you know, because you went two different times. Did you, this season has been horrific. I mean, I'm sure that you've seen and probably are grateful that you weren't you know, there the whole entire time because it was just very I heard it was, Yeah, I heard it was really dark and not the best. Yeah, it really it was wasn't. quite boring too. <laughs> well, uh, of course. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's all about having fun and bringing the fun. Mm -hmm. I got to say, and, you know, probably you wouldn't expect that from me. I've seen, but also I wasn't there. So it's hard when you're not there. But at the same time, what I've seen, and I didn't watch the entire season, but I've seen pieces of it, that the all the stuff that Carl and Lindsay got, I, and I feel like it got out of hand, and I wish I would have been there because I would have definitely like pushed to to give it a cut because I don't think it's fair for the way that Carl and Lindsay got treated. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, it is hard, especially because we see a lot of stuff on social media where... You know, it does kind of seem like the house has been split off into two like groups. You know, we see we see you and Lexi, Lindsay and Carl, Luke hang out a lot. We see the other group hang out a lot. And it is difficult, like as a viewer to have a. it felt like a gang up season where it's like if you or even Luke would have been there, they would have had a few more people in their corner to kind of even things out. I mean, I wish I would have been there because I wouldn't have expected it, honestly, like, you know. I the first weekend when I was there, everything was great. Even though you know that Kyle and Carl had some discussion like the the weekend prior, the the first weekend that they were there. But like, and then of course by the end when I came back for the engagement, it was a completely totally totally different vibe. And yes, I got a lot. I really got along with Carl and Lindsay, but at the same time, as I said, I I get along with pretty much everyone. But mm-hmm. I guess. Hanging out with Carl and Lindsay is not the best for some people because, you know, I even, I saw any of myself on my birthday. I didn't get birthday wishes from everyone. And, you know, what? yeah, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to say any names, but I got to say that definitely were way less than last year. Last year, pretty much everyone wished me happy birthday. This year was way less people. And, you know, as whatever but at the extent it's just i think it's really childish to don you know that's my opinion maybe it was that people forgot people didn't know but at the same time i feel like a lot of everyone goes on social media and you know a lot of like pages that shared it yeah like uh, so i feel like you would see that but 100 percent. so i feel like that's like kind of the had to do with the fact that probably a you know, I spend a lot of time with Karen, Lindsay, Lexi, and I, and, you know, I, yeah. it doesn't matter. I just, I think it's childish to, to feel like that. Or like when people try to put boundaries, oh, you're a friend with that person. You like, I, we can be friends, you know, especially like, at this stage in life though, you I, know, I, like, absolutely. We're not talking about like middle school. <laughs> Right. But, you know, everybody, everybody act the way that they want. So I respect that. Everybody has their own opinion. And it's the way it is. I I have nothing against anyone. I loved everyone. I have great memories with everyone. And they're my friends. And But at the same time, I think it's kind of childish to, to act like that. And um, also because, you know, when I go out, when it's Carlin's and I with Lexi, we don't it's not that we talk about the show we talk about totally different topics so it's not like oh like we point the fingers at people Mm -hmm. like that's at least the thing that uh we we can talk you know i don't yeah i barely even ask them about the show it's more about like just having fun yeah of course (laughs) you know we we talk about everything else but the show yeah so but it's okay 
This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I feel bad. I'm like, don't who can be mean to Andrea? Not when you have a birthday is so petty. <laughs> it's okay. I remember specifically, and I'm trying to like piece the timeline together because last year before uh, Carl and Lindsay's engagement, you were not in the United States, right? My whole point and like trying to piece this together is, you know, at some point you were not in New York, but you flew back to go to Carl and Lindsay's engagement. So a big thing around this season was that Danielle was like, everybody knew that this was happening and I didn't. So I want to know you as someone who was out of town, who had to come in. No, no, no. Nobody knew it. Only people that knew it was uh, Chris and Kyle Mm -hmm. because they went to lunch or dinner that week, like Mm -hmm. three days before the engagement. I feel like only Kyle, Luke, but of course he wasn't on the season. Kyle, Luke... And myself knew that was going to happen before the summer was ending. Right. I, I didn't. I didn't know the actual date. I didn't know that I was going that weekend and that was happening. Okay. Like I was in Italy for three weeks because I had to fly back for my own brand. I flew back like on August first, mm-hmm. and then I came back on the twentieth, something like that. Yeah. And then I stay in the U.S. for another month before flying back for a few weeks. It was like really complicated, but it was only. It was only Chris, Kyle, and me. I don't think even Corey knew it actually. And uh, but it was like that that exact week. Kyle, Luke, and and myself knew that was going to happen before the the summer was end. Right, right. But you didn't know specifically yeah. that you were coming back that weekend. No, okay. no, no, no. Actually, I didn't know. Then uh, when cars start feeling sick. When he, you know, he felt mm-hmm. sick and, you know, he, he didn't come to the house. Uh, Kyle and I were in the car together. And then we had a little brief chat that, you know, Kyle was suspicious that that was happening because he was nervous for the engagement. Right. And I was like, oh, it's happening this week. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to make it happen this week. So I know it was in the air, but like, I didn't know when it was happening. I know that he yeah. got there really, like the first weekend that I went there, I already knew that he was like going for the like he already knew what ring he was going to to buy yeah well i think that really helps you know carl and Lindsay's case you know because the whole thing with danielle is she's like i feel like i was the last person to know but even you no. had to travel to come in and you you didn't know what was going on no, no. what did they tell you no. did they just say like we want you to come no. film this weekend yeah i mean that day that day that happened I like when he shopped to the house, I knew that it was going like when they were going to the bonfire, mm-hmm. it was just Kyle, um, Chris and I that knew that the bonfire was just an excuse for them to, to going away. Nobody else knew. Like I heard like a confessional about the fact that, uh, Lindsay was overdressed. Nothing of that is true. Lindsay had no clue. And actually she was she didn't even understand right away when she started seeing the sign 
like on the beach. She had no clue. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, uh, it was like totally natural. Like uh, I can't believe that people even doubt that. Like she did, she literally thought they were going to prepare like a bonfire. It's normal when you're at the house. Sometimes you go away with somebody else to prepare. Last mm-hmm. year, like Danielle and Robert went to pre- prepare the bonfire on the beach for everyone else. Yeah. So it's kind of normal. Like the morning after when we went to the beach to play that uh, football game, uh, Lexi, Carr, uh, Lindsay and I, we left earlier because we went to the sandwich shop to buy sandwich for everyone. So it's kind of normal. It's nothing new that two people just like go on their own before everyone else. Yeah, so, and not to mention, and no, you know, nobody knew that was an excuse. Everybody thought that until Kyle said it. I mean, yeah. I knew, but like any, every, everybody else didn't know that uh, the bonfire was just an excuse to get everyone ready to go to Dockers to meet everyone after the engagement to celebrate Car and Lindsay. Yeah, even watching that scene, I think it's so. And obviously, it might have been different in real life, but Kyle says, you know. Carl is probably down on one knee right now. You are the only person that is like, yeah, you know, everybody else was like stone silent. Um, Could you feel that? Come on. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. Listen, it's, it's just absurd. I mean, I understand a lot of, I listen, I want to put myself in everybody's shoes, but so I, I want to somehow, I'm not talking about Danielle and this. I want to somehow put myself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. I can understand a little bit of disappointment. But at the same time, it's a moment once in a lifetime. Yeah. Like, it's also a really, really uh, important moment that it's hard to... You you can really risk it to tell that around, you know? Yeah. I feel like at the, it's... You can't... You know, what about if somebody else would heard... And then, you know, it, you, it would have ruined everything. Yeah. So I, I think Carr played a safe card. And at the, the end of the day, it's, you got to respect that and you got to be happy. It's such a beautiful moment. It was, it was such a beautiful moment. Seeing Lindsay getting there, seeing her parents. Also, Carr, the fact that her mom wasn't there uh, is because Carr wanted to be all about Lindsay. So mm. he invited her friends and he invited her family. And I think that's what's sweetest thing um you know like i've been investing into them i've been also listen i'm, I'm a fan of kyle and amanda i am always been on that side i mean i know they're at their issues but i'm always been liking them as a couple a lot and i'm happy that they're doing good as a married couple i'm really happy for that but i'm all, always been all in for car and Lindsay. and at the same time as i said in other interviews before i think they the timing was perfect you know, they knew each other from a long time. Yeah. So I don't see anything better than them, like, getting engaged after one year of date. you know? It's not yeah. that they met, like, two weeks before. Even, you know, if they only met a year a year prior, there are two people going into their late 30s. I right. think they have experience enough to know what they're doing. You know, they got a car together. They moved in together. So what's wrong with that? You know, yeah. we're talking about grown up adults and we're not talking about like uh, teenagers that, you know, they just like have the flame and get married. I mean, sometimes it happens and that's amazing. But uh, at the same time, we're talking about people that knew each other from a long time. They d- briefly dated before and, you know, they they were just happy to, <laughs> to get together and, uh, you know, yeah. 
hopefully spending the rest of their life together. Yeah, when you start a relationship on, you know, the foundation of being each other's best friend, like that's when it ends up really being something beautiful. Listen, I forgot that part. They were best friends. So like they knew they knew everything. They know the good stuff, the bad stuff. Yeah. Are aware of everything. Like they know about their previous dating life. It's I mean, it's can be tough, but at the same time, it's beautiful. Like, you know, they know everything about each other. So what is there to doubt about them? I yeah. think it's really not fair. And uh, I respect car choice just because he wanted to preserve such an important moment. Yeah. Um, there is some events that if you are not aware of them and your uh, best friend, it might be hurtful. This situation, I think, should be different because it's like such an important moment that you can't really risk anything. And, you know, you can't yeah. really risk uh, for the word to spread. Yeah, especially, I mean, like, let's not forget the elephant in the room. They're filming a TV show. Like, reactions are, are tend to be high. And, and I even said earlier in the episode, like, let's say Carl does tell Danielle. He runs the risk of her having some sort of reaction to it and, you know, ruining the surprise. Where at the end of the day, I really don't think it was about I'm not going to tell Danielle because we're mad at her. I think it's because I'm not going to tell Danielle because I don't know how she's going to react and I don't want the surprise to be ruined. I want to know for you as somebody who was like in the environment, the the time in between. So like after Kyle gives the toast to the moment you arrive at the beach, what was that time like? I mean, we separated. We got into different cars. I feel like my cars was a lot of fun. It was crazy <laughs> sad. Sam, yeah, I'm a good car. Lexi and Chris, and you know, Chris was supposed to be so. I'm just gonna give you a behind the scene that is kind of funny. Chris, car and Chris, the main reason also why Car told Chris is because he really wanted Chris to take pictures of mm-hmm. the moment. But it would have been kind of awkward for him tagging along. So at the last minute, Chris got this camera. He bought a camera. I think it was like four grand. Something crazy. I think he returned it after. He got the best camera that he could ever get. And he was so ready. So at the last minute, the car said, you know what? I think it's, it's kind of suspicious. Better if you don't come. So <laughs> poor guy, this beautiful car, uh, camera in this box. So me and Corey, we were making fun of him the entire car ride. Like, you know, in a good way. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Mr. Paparazzi, Mr. Paparazzi, Mr. Paparazzi. <laughs> and then when they were, when Carl and Lindsay were about to get there, I said, and we were like, hide in the bush, hide in the bush. I don't know if you, if you assume in the episode, he goes on his knees and he start because he was trying to entertain me and Corey because we were laughing the entire time about it. And it actually took some really good shots. I was like, uh, but we had a lot of fun. So our car was pretty, it was a good environment. We, I think yeah. Gabby was with us as well. We had a lot of fun. So it was a good car ride. Uh, yeah. We didn't really talk about, like, we were excited. We were happy for them and we were excited to go to an engagement party. And how was the engagement party? I, I find the, I mean, I loved that. I mean, I was like, there was a lot of people were talking, like, you know, having some drinks, having food. It was a good time. And I was really happy to, to share that moment. It was just, as I said, it was beautiful to see uh, the happiness of Lindsay. And I think that was the goal of Carr. Because Carr said, I want to put Lindsay before everything else. And I want her, this is about her. So I think that was great on his side. And uh, I think it turned out perfectly for that. And uh, I guess some people didn't like that. But at the same time, yeah, <laughs> like, what do you want to do about it? 
as somebody who knows, you know, all of the players involved, do you understand like at all the other side of the argument? Like that that they that Lindsay and Carl have things that would hinder them from getting married. Do you see that at all? Or do you just see, you know, two people that are happy and in love? Oh, I mean, I think they're ready. Yeah. I've been spending a lot of time with them. I mean, the time that I spend with them is really pleasant. I mean, I love Car. Car has been like, uh, I can't even believe because it was kind of like, it was the only person that I didn't meet before getting to the summer house. I met him like a couple of weeks before uh, summer, 2000, summer 2021 because, of course, it wasn't on winter house. Mm-hmm. So I remember back then I was kind of like intimidated because I heard like a lot of stories. So I don't know how Car used to be. The car that I met is a great guy. We Even now, this day, we're texting. We're talking about basketball. We text all the time. We became really close. And at the same time, Lindsay, which maybe wasn't my favorite person on the first i told her like i told her really straight up like it's not it wasn't my favorite we didn't like maybe got that close on winter house Mm -hmm. uh that first season but already the summer we spent together we bonded so much and we became so close and uh she's an amazing person and i'm glad i think also car and Lindsay are perfect because they balance each other so i think they're great because also Lindsay, she doesn't drink as much and you know she's I love being around her and um, I just don't understand. That's why I've said, even if I'm the most chillest person and I really don't like the drama, I mean, I like to watch the drama, but I don't really like to be involved into it. I, I think I would have got annoyed if I was there for what I've seen. Yeah. Being, not being there is hard to judge because also the, when I was there two different weekends, I could like, as I said, feel two different energy. So, but at the same time, you know, I, what I've seen so far, I've seen so much like going against them that I don't think it's fair. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I mean, hopefully the summer will be a little bit different. We know they're planning their wedding. I know you will be invited. I know Luke will be invited. (laughs) People that support them will be I already, I already, I already booked it. Yeah. (laughs) You're ready to go. You're ready to go. Um, speaking of Luke, just quickly, you know, I know you hang out with him a lot too. I wanted to tell you something before, because I know I, this is just a behind the scene. Okay. Uh, you know, when they post the picture on people, so people think that is like on people magazine, uh-huh. like an engagement and people think that is like set up. Yeah. Is, is actually at least a lot of times, not even, it's not set up. It's just that, you know, pr- if you're on a reality TV like Car and Lindsay, they had the photographer on set, but they didn't like they didn't know that was up, happening. Like those were like a real candid. Oh, so that's how- why that's why initially was Chris supposed to be there, and then but he wouldn't make us suspicious because I feel like like Car knew that it would have been somebody like that could snap this picture, but like the reaction and everything is real. Like they didn't know, like, like so that they were posing, it was actually somebody caught. Like, as you see sometimes on our social media that we post some picture with the Bravo logo is because there is like actual pro- professional photographers that are really good catching those moments. Did Carl reach out to that person or was that like a... No, and I, I, I think production made sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so even, even, even those pictures all natural and then the way that it is. Like, you know, it's just that you have the camera, so you don't even realize that 
they probably didn't realize that there was a guy actually yeah catching that moment like on a on a picture so yeah i just wanted to to to, to let you know that yeah well that's good because people say that a lot you know like yeah oh, that's well, why i've i've seen it a lot on blogs and stuff but that that is actually a real moment interesting yeah. it's like the producers know obviously that this is going to happen so they're yeah. the ones calling people magazine to be like hey and you have you know you have like already four four cameras on you so you know an extra guy there is some people you, you know when you're filming you don't even like it's so natural that you don't even realize that there is yeah. people around you so you don't realize that there's somebody else like they're taking pictures wow that is some tea andrea yeah. always comes through with the tea. No, i mean it's the truth, you know, like uh, even at the parties, when you see those nap, we don't know that somebody's taking. Sometimes you can see them, but like a lot of the picture that even I posted during the last season, I wasn't even aware that somebody was taking them. Yeah. It's like totally paparazzi mode. <laughs> <laughs> can you give us any tea about Luke and Tasha? Like, what's the deal? Have you hung out with them? Have you gone on double dates? No, I mean, I can't. I can't speak on that. <laughs> uh, That's the one. You're going to keep it. Keep it, mama. Uh, I'm 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 I met her and I don't know I don't know what's going on. I met her. She's really sweet. Uh, we're actually we talk about religion because you know I'm I'm Catholic. She grew up Catholic, so we're talking right. about like religion. But uh, Luke is very religious as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke is really religious. Uh, so I can't really spend any words about them because I I don't know. Yeah. But uh, Luke is doing great, and uh, you know I'm also really happy about the our friendship. Uh, it's actually supposed to come to Italy in a couple of weeks so we're trying to you know make know. sure that we can see I, I know. know Luke and Tasha are going to Italy I don't uh, know where, but uh I do know that they are going to Italy and th this is funny because I I'm not trying to like pull information I promise but it was like right after those paparazzi photos came out of them in Tiffany's I then found out that they were going to Italy so I'm like what is happening but obviously if they're gonna go spend time with you and Lexi I I should, no, no, no. I mean, they're actually not. A, they're they have a reason why they're going to Italy. But I'm trying to make sure to that Luke and I we can meet. Uh, it's just it's going to be in the south. So I gotta see how we can make that happen. You might be going to another engagement party, Andrea. Nah, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about. It. I didn't want to like you know. I didn't want to intrude anybody's privacy. And honestly, yeah. I saw I saw the picture. Somebody reposted them, but I no clue on um uh, i had no clue no timelines no nothing no, no. and uh also austin is supposed to come to italy so hopefully i'll see him too well what about timelines for you what about you and lexi is that on the horizon <sighs> she's expecting <laughs> um yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that has been crossing my mind a lot. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to happen. I haven't, I haven't anything planned at the moment. But no pressure, no pressure. We no, just want but, you happy. No, but it's definitely something that is really in my in my head. So it could be sooner than later. You know, I'm I'm really happy and convinced about her. So we are having the best time. So you know, it's in the work. Oh, I love Not it. Officially, but it's in the work. I love it. Is she coming to BravoCon? Uh, let, it might be. We're not sure yet, but uh, okay. she might come. Yeah. Well, if so, when, we're going on a triple date. When are you going? When are you getting married? Uh, well, we're still waiting on his visa. 
so it's been a it's officially been a year today that we've I, I been have a fr- I have a friend that is dealing with the same thing. It's our, so our fiance, bad. Our fiance is from outside the United States, and uh, they've been waiting for over a year as well. Yeah. So I, so, I mean, honestly, like w- once we get the visa, we have 90 days to get married. So we're planning a big wedding for next year, like just to play it safe. But honestly, we were talking about if November 2nd happens to be in that 90 day window, like he's coming to BravoCon. It's in Vegas. Like, let's get married in Vegas. Let's have Lindsay and Carl come. Andrea, you can come. Anybody else? That, 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 that's that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense to make maybe a double wedding just to play safe. Yeah. Just like a quick one and then, you know, a bigger one with, uh, you know, everyone that is meaningful. So, yeah, I think it's a good idea. I hope I hope it's going to happen soon. That yeah, because uh, it's horrible. Video. It's horrible. I mean, the back and forth is so bad. I feel like anytime David's not here, I'm in just such a funk, which is why I was like, let's get Andrea on because I need somebody <laughs> to like make me happy. Um, when is he when is he coming back? Uh, June 5th. So. A week, okay. like a week and a half but okay. it's been it's been two months so i'm already yeah wow time goes I by know. fast because i remember when you posted that he was leaving i know i think it was already two months wow it goes fast for you but not no. for me it's been dragging oh. uh, okay <laughs> yeah for me it went really fast <laughs> well andrea thank you you know it's always a pleasure i can't wait to see you at BravoCon, and hopefully we see you on our screens a little bit more you just yeah. you bring such a great energy and it was much needed this season on summer house thank you though no, thank you so much and i i mean i'm excited to see you at BravoCon. let's see what's gonna happen before that but uh uh, it's always a pleasure to, to talk to you. So thank you so much for having you on the pod. And get some sleep. What is it, like midnight in Italy? Uh, almost, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. We'll Ciao, talk Morgan. soon. Talk to you soon. All right, you guys. Thanks again for hanging out on this week's MPT. Don't forget Vanderpump Rules Reunion Part 1 recap on the Patreon on Friday. It's $3. The Pop-It Batch here. If you want to upgrade to Extra Pop, it's $5. Like, it's cheap. And you get more content because I can't shut up. Uh, Don't forget to leave a review. Haven't had a review in a while, okay? So if you haven't left a review yet, anything helps. A little five stars. A little love you like assist because you know I do. We'll see you back here next week. And as always, love you like a sis. A Huda Media Production.